0: This, so leaven, 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 leaven. this is Zikar, Reg, and them. It, your... Two outlaws on the lamb taking the back roads through America. You
1: can't drink in coffee for this show. And now it's time for Monday Madness with the Moped Outlaws, Greg and Mark. Are recording. Dearly beloved, we are gathered today together for this thing called death. Electric word death, it means never again, and that's a mighty short time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. Pumpkin pie. You can have a slice of pumpkin pie, day or night. So next time you're in the cafeteria line, and you're looking around to see what's good to eat, Got to decide, you want cherry pie or pumpkin pie? And if the elevator tries to bring me down, (laughs) go crazy, motherfucker!
0: (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Moped Outlaws, where we take it to the limit. Yes.
1: One more time.
0: (laughs) Again and again.
1: We're just going to quote 70s and 90s songs all episode.
0: Okay. Let's try that. Let's see how far we get with that. (laughs) Baby, baby, falling in love.
1: (laughs) Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying how much you love me. You're a rambling man, Greg. (laughs) Oh, man. Have you heard that song? I'm a rambling man. It's kind of techno it's not 90s it's not 70s
0: uh no i don't think i have
1: it's really good i'll share it with you that's awesome yeah so
0: uh, i guess we're gonna abandon the whole let's talk in 70s song titles thing because that would just
1: be like yeah (laughs) (laughs) that'd be going off the rails got a crazy train (laughs) billy McAllister jumped off the tallahassee bridge Oh, that's a good one. Oh man! Did they even? What's make amazing a TV is movie with the sim-
0: simplest things amuse us.
1: Yeah, they made a TV movie out of that song, didn't they? I think they. Did I that. have no idea. Delta I you. Dawn, what's that flower you got on? <laughs> is it just a faded rose from days gone by? I am woman, hear me roar. Let's roar. What's roar?
0: No, I, hear me roar.
1: Oh, you want to hear me roar as a woman? Uh, no. Roar.
0: <laughs> Unless you're going to put on makeup.
1: <laughs> Canceling moped outlaws. <laughs> Here today,
0: John we're three minutes in. Have you turned it off yet? If you've made it this far, congratulations. You're a true core fan. You must have Just you know, there's profit. no editing involved.
1: Hey, do you have um, fiber now or is it next Monday you have fiber?
0: Uh, I am currently uploading in via fiber network. And uh, if you give me a second, I will tell you the exact speeds.
1: The light goes off. All right,
0: and here we go. Uh, The drum roll,
1: please. Download is?
0: I'm currently downloading 136 megabits and uploading 148
1: average. 148 megabits upload? Yes, sir. Wow, that's really good.
0: Welcome to the Mark Wendt Productions Broadcast Studio. Dang. Thanks to Frontier Communications, I have a faster and cheaper network.
1: Man, look at my hair. We, uh, a water main broke, so we've had no water for 24 hours. Oh. I am feeling homeless, homeless. Yeah. I'm on the soles of her shoes. <laughs>
0: One day without a shower, and you're already singing Paul Simon, Black yeah. Lady Smith, Black Mombazo. Yeah, those guys were so good;
1: they still are. They just came out with an album, like I think. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: that's amazing. I have to check that out.
1: In fact, I think they're touring the states, but I'm not sure about that. That could be just me vocalizing a desire. Lady Smith, Black
0: Mambazo. The Walker Tour.
1: Hey, are you familiar of uh, (laughs) um, Sweet Honey and the Rock?
0: Uh, I'm intimately familiar with her. No, not really. I mean, I know they were a 70s band, and I think I know the song, but I couldn't tell you right now what it was.
1: Well, they were a group of women that were very spiritual i think they're still together i think they've had different members kind of come in and out but sweet honey in the rock very soulful spiritual uplifting music
0: awesome so we should get lake smith bach mambazo and sweet honey in the rock to do a tour together
1: fuck that would just i would be there buddy guy opens and then he plays with both of them through both sets hey do you know buddy guy is doing a free show at stern grove this summer
0: no, I didn't know that. For those of you who are not in the United States, Stern Grave is this amazing redwood grove in the San Francisco Barrier where concerts appear. And uh, currently, in free. Sweet Honey and the Rock is they're scheduled to play beginning August 3rd in Washington, D.C., September 9th in East Hampton, Massachusetts. November 3rd in St. Mary's City, Maryland, and November 11th and 12th in Austin. And uh, then there's some stuff. In 2024. So they are continuing to tour. And uh, wow, they to- recent record was they did Nina Simone's Come Ye um, during the pandemic. They did it as a, a like a, a Zoom recording or something. Okay. So Sweet Honey and Rock is still out there and doing it. And then.
1: What about Lady Smith Black Monsanto? How are. Whatever. <laughs> Lady Smith down the street. Lady Smith.
0: Lady Smith Black Mambazo.
1: Yeah. Lady Smith Black Mombazo,
0: And they are at Mambazo.com, if you want to know. Uh, U.S. tour 2022, it says.
1: Oh, so they just were here. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Not seeing... Anything. So I went to Mombazo.com and it said enter the site. So you have to click twice just to get in. Let's see. Shows. And that U- European European and UK tour. So October 9th. Ooh, that is last year. Yeah. It does not appear that they are touring this year. Okay. So we have a chance to uh hook them up with Sweet Honey in the Rock. If you're in twenty twenty four. This is this is your opportunity to get those two groups together and uh, pay enormous travel fees because they're massive bands. And uh but nice is they don't need a lot of amps, you know? It's mostly vocal. I think sweet
1: honey in the rocks based here in the States.
0: <clears throat> Got it. So Yeah, I think it'd be fun to to see that show. And what was the band you said should be the opener? Oh uh Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy. Yeah he's, he uh, he's seventy nine or something? Yeah. Is he eighty yet?
1: I don't know. He's He's old and in the way.
0: He's <laughs> apparently not. He's still flinging that guitar pretty seriously. I've no, he's in the theory.
1: way, the way a person's in flow. He's in the way.
0: Oh, the, I get it. This is the way. Exactly. He's in the way. Yeah. Got it. He's He's flowing with the rock of purpose. Yeah. Oh, wow. So... By the time this airs, it'll have been the 4th of July in America.
1: God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her to something that's of value to all.
0: Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Thank I'm you. feeling very patriotic all of a sudden.
1: You know, I was recalling that when I was in kindergarten in first grade, a strong sense of, um, I was going to say patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting
0: point you bring up, Mr. Right. Uh,
1: you know, Freudian slip. a lot of, exactly. Um, but, you know, of saying the pledge allegiance and how it was just this thing. Like I could see little Nazi Wilker, which is going to get me in trouble. Um,
0: <laughs> He's a mensch, a little Nazi Wilker.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that in your cup of tea and stir it. <laughs> That's a little reference to um, that movie. What was that movie? Get Out. Remember, Get Out the Cup of Tea. What was
0: that? Uh, it was a little snippet.
1: That was a yes. Binge. I do
0: remember no. Get Out, and I just watched the most recent one. Is it Hope?
1: Oh, Up, isn't it the the, no. the one oh, he did right. with with the aliens? Yeah. I'm looking. Hey, up. speaking of this kind of stuff, Jonah oh, binged it. it. He finished. I'm still watching it. On Amazon Prime is a show called I Am a Virgo. And it is amazing. Part of what's amazing is the guy as a storyteller is so unique and imaginative. It's filmmaking like I have not seen anyone do. It's very unique. It's like, you know, when you see Quentin Tar- Tarantino, you're like, fuck.
0: It has its own voice. Yeah, it's got has it has its own voice
1: own voice. Yeah. And the guy's the from film. Oakland. And mm-hmm. there's a brilliant barb at Marin, you know, it just yeah, it's what's really it called weird. again? It's called I Am a Virgo.
0: I'm a Virgo. Okay. Virgo. The film I was trying to quote uh that I called uh Hope was actually called Nope. Okay. <laughs> <The exact
1: opposite. laughs> Hope, nope.
0: <laughs> and then I am a Virgo is a, a series on Netflix.
1: No, it's on um, Amazon Prime.
0: Amazon Prime,
1: and it's by the gentleman okay. who did that movie. Did you see that movie where this black gentleman gets a job as a telemarketer, telephone marketer, yes. and he can speak white, so he rises up the ranks. Right. Did you ever see that movie?
0: I did. I totally did.
1: Okay. So remember the quality. It was created of by that-
0: Boots Riley and Boots Gerald Riley. Jerome.
1: Yeah, Boots Riley. And that-
0: Boots Riley used to be in the Dead Presidents.
1: Yes, he did.
0: Which is in a, a famous hip-hop group. Yeah. So, yeah, Bo- Boots Riley, um, starring Mike's Mike Epps, Carmen a. Jago, a. Jago, A. Jago, Walton Goggins. I wonder if he's related to Dave Goggins. Freddie Gray and Cara Young, as well as... Uh, alias Barnes and Olivia Washington. And it uh, doesn't say much more about it. There were seven episodes apparently.
1: Okay, I just finished episode four. And remember the qualities of that movie where you're going along in the story and then also you're like whoa, where'd that come from? Like this unique storyline that doesn't break the story, but it's super unique. Like he's this series is Oh, God, I was going to say something that would really get me. Cast. It's that in spades.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You did it. You're going to not, and you did it. Well, I had
1: to. It's too good. But he's like. Yeah, no, you
0: didn't have to. Like, let's well, just say didn't that you did not have to.
1: Me. That- oh, shoot. The plumber's here. Oh, dang uh, it. Well, sometimes you get a long,
0: incredibly thoughtful episode, and sometimes you get a short visit with a couple of idiots.
1: So today's
0: episode is the, the, the latter, the short episode with a couple of idiots. Just remember, you, too, can have fun and not get stuck up or hung up about form or any kind of things like that. You can just kind of, like, be the the thing, and and join yourself in a party of funniness, and you know I, I don't even know if Greg's coming back at this point, but I'm hoping because I didn't really know where this was going, and I'm reaching for my ocarina, which might be good. Anyway, point is, it's America. You can make silliness on a podcast. You can get super serious. You can say bad things like you did a few minutes ago without bleeping them. You can play interesting music.
1: All right. <laughs> it didn't stop. That's brilliant.
0: <laughs> we just had a brief musical interlude with a little bit of ocarina accompaniment and some some spiritual ideas. I'm sure Greg will be happy to hear about them when he finally listens back. Meanwhile. We managed not to end the episode after 12 minutes, which is probably a good thing. Maybe not a good thing. Wait till you hear what it is. You'll have to decide for yourself. But now, right. we now return you to the regularly scheduled Moped Outlaws. I have a question.
1: Sponsored by Adrenochrome, the Cola Cola. For yes. kids, by kids.
0: Anyway. <laughs> With regards to moped, do you think that when we do our, our blue highway tour that we actually have to use internal combustion engine mopeds, or are you okay with e-bike?
1: It's a good question.
0: Because mopeds changing in the modern era, you know, like I almost got run over by a 10-year-old yesterday going 40 miles an hour.
1: Right, but I'd say that's an e-bike. I'd say it's got to be a moped. Now, if mopeds become electric,
0: yeah, it's got to so be. At the curved fenders and the chrome and the headlight and the handlebars. Not know, like be-
1: a motorcycle's an engine and two wheels, right? And what differentiates a moped from a motorcycle?
0: Speed. I believe it has to be less than um, 90 cc's for it to be considered a moped. How many cc's? I think it's 90.
1: I'm not certain no because that's the thing, like um Vespa's making a three hundred cc Vespa, <clears throat> and the reason you're not hearing Mark respond is he professionally muted his mic while coughing.
0: yes, that's true, anyway, so no we we are not going to be uh, using e bikes in place of mopeds, we are committing. You heard it here, episode 110. You heard us committing to using gas-burning vehicles. Send your hate mail to the hosts at com, yeah. And we'll be happy to respond by placing them in the trash. Yeah. Be sure to put the subject line hate mail in there so we know.
1: So we can create a rule that just does it for us. We don't even have to look at it.
0: And and also remember, you can go to mopedoutlaws.com, MopedOutlaws.com, click on our NFTs, and you can buy Greg's art. Greg does this amazing art, by the way. Thank you. Every episode, he creates amazing art. Some of it's more amazing than others, but it's all amazing.
1: It's very kind. I'm hey, Howard-
0: to see what this this uh, particular art is going to be because I'm about to say it could be like a, a butt head. Right. And I have a very head. bald head, and I'm, I have a feeling there's going to be a butt on the arm for this one. But we'll see if Greg can resist the temptation to do that, or whether he'll head. be angry that I'd
1: be a butthead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's going to Photoshop a butt on the top of my head. <laughs> <A> see, <crack. laughs> you could buy that NFT if you go to MopedOutlaws.com. This yeah. is the kind of highbrow artistic output you're getting <sighs> from us.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what? I see some professionals, eyebrow,
0: do? right? Like eyebrow.
1: I see a lot of professionals um, say, subscribe, hit that bell to re- for a reminder, give us a rating, buy Those a drink. Are all things you can do.
0: And, and just know that it's been 110 episodes since we've asked you to do that. So that's the kind of guys we are. We're not here to hustle you. We want to present like the casual, you know, you know, super cool boho mofo for show podcast that you um, deserve.
1: Yeah. And we want to give it to you from Greece where we're bathing in skinny thongs out in the Grecian sunlight.
0: Wow. I can't wait for the the Grecian episodes. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be
1: good. (laughs) Blue highways of Greece. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Speaking of blue highways, my brother left yesterday at 1 p.m. on the trans pack race from California to Hawaii.
0: He's sailing. Yeah. Wow. And is he solo or is he with a crew?
1: Oh, he's got to be with a crew. I don't. Yeah. This particular race is crew. So he's one of six.
0: My understanding that, that the direction from San Francisco to Hawaii is really intense because the winds are coming at you for a big portion of the sail. And so there's a lot of tacking back and forth against the wind and, um, there's a, a way to catch a current, I believe, but it's actually a lot of hard work to to keep up a good pace because you have to watch every shift in the wind and every shift in direction and make sure you're cutting the right line for your course to maximize distance versus force and propulsion. Um, yeah. So it's not just a, hey, let's hang out and drink beer, kind of race to Hawaii on a, a bridge sailboat. It's actually...
1: Oh, no, no, it's
0: challenging rigorous. event so here's to your brother for for yeah. taking that on and and may they be victorious victorious
1: yeah they have a heavy boat so really if they finish the race that's a victory no
0: we don't give uh participation trophies
1: yeah you do in this race
0: <laughs>
1: okay it comes in Lord the form knows, of. Mine. i'm
0: not i'm not on a boat sailing to hawaii and i probably won't be on one anytime soon
1: well Given the opportunity, would you do it? Ask
0: me. Uh, let's find out. Okay. If you ask me, could I go tomorrow? I'd have to say no, because I have something else planned.
1: Yeah, a commitment. But the thing
0: I'm starting tomorrow is a rigorous and challenging episode. I'm participating again in something called the All-In All, uh, All in Man Initiation. As you may have know if you're a long-time uh, Moped Outlaws listener, Sonyika Firestarter has, Sonyika Firestarter Street uh, does these incredible men's work groups that are called the All in Man Initiation. And uh, tomorrow I leave for another one. I'll be gone. Um, and I'm the one that has to go get the ice for the ice challenge.
1: Oh, and I think that you shared on an episode your experience with the first one as a participant. And as I recall, there was something in, a, it wasn't a race, obviously, but something where you ended up on a hill with the piece of the challenge. Like, did you have to carry something that's handed off to the yeah, next Yeah, there's,
0: there's a challenge, and I'm not supposed to talk about it in case we to be revealed. Well, because be part of, the... Right, but someone might hear this who's going to join in later. So,
1: oh, they're not supposed you, to know about it. All right. So right. We'll yeah, I,
0: well, but basically there's a challenge that happens late at night after a 12 hour fast. That's extremely physically demanding. And, and re- up to the level of challenge on the next one.
1: All and thank
0: right. God I'm I'm an assistant and a, a person who's not participating in the challenge because I'm not trained. My training isn't up for this level of it. I probably would wow. throw in the towel on this one.
1: Well, you we'll might, I would say you wouldn't, because what I recall from your story, from the is last one, without yeah. giving out details, you happened to hit that challenge at the peak of the challenge itself, like where it was your turn, however it turned out, it happened to peak, and you held on to your towel.
0: I did. I did. And uh, we'll see what happens. So we I'm sure I'll be say, challenged in other ways as a um, facilitator this time. And we'll I would,
1: yeah. And I would say just as in, um, buds, there's a bell that people ring when they tap out. They're like, I can't do this anymore. That each individual is given a towel and the key is to not throw in your towel. And there it is. Mark's showing his towel. Looks like a surrender flag. <laughs>
0: It is, it isn't until it is't a surrender flag until you throw it yeah and then it is
1: yeah you know um, it brings up this great thing of perspective and belief and um, and you know I spoke with you a couple of days ago I think it was about where are you a person in my life I can call when I'm down on the ground and want to lift up quicker than on my own. You know, for instance, last Saturday, I was just an emotional wreck and just kind of in, not in a great place. And it's fine. <clears throat> I think it was the accumulation of a few days, but I think I could have called you and been back on my feet quicker than going through the whole day in that manner and then getting on my feet Sunday. And, um, Part of when I was thinking about our potential guests today and the theme of blue and thinking of, um, you know, like I feel messy. I haven't had a shower in two days because I couldn't and I just feel messy, dirty, grimy, and it affects my demeanor. Mm.
0: I hear you I hear that.
1: It's um, partly, I think, why I've been saying some things that are potentially trouble.
0: They do say cleanliness is next godliness, so exactly. there's something oppressive about feeling sticky. Yeah. Right, and your skin doesn't breathe as well, and so you're not as oxygenated, which would affect your mood, right?
1: And the thing I'll say is, there's a person we both know that's a dear friend, and this person chooses not to bathe, believing that the living cultures of grime and such are healthy to the body and that it's this weird, you know, he believes that elements of patriarchy and colonialism that has created this myth in his belief of cleanliness next to godliness and it works for him. Doesn't work for me.
0: You know, there's a book called "Eat Dirt" that talks about how the gut biome is is really highly enhanced by the, the soil bacteria. And I was recently in a group of men, and we were talking about you know longevity and and health,evity. You know, having not just living longer but feeling good longer. And uh, one of the things he talked about was allowing a banana to be opened and put in open air where it might be visited by certain insects and that then eating it after it's sat out in the open outside for 24 hours as a way to create the kinds of gut biome things that we need, right? There's a a kind of relationship to the bacterial world that's symbiotic. So I think that it's, uh, there's a balance I think that to whomever you're referring to uh, probably has gone to the other extreme on some level and that maybe that isn't necessary to achieve his heartfelt desire to be more in balance and one with nature. But, um, you know, I'd say that freedom includes and liberty includes the liberty to choose who to love and the liberty to be in sovereign control of your own personal effects. Yeah. Now, it's the real thing that if you get on a public bus and your putridness is intolerable for everyone else, that I think limits your freedom because people are not necessarily should not be forced to um, endure your filth if they find it, um, you know physically uh, an affront and then we get into the slippery slope well, well what if someone doesn't want to look at someone's face because it's dirty right they're, they're like then now yeah, we're on because the because
1: they're um physically challenged in some manner
0: right so there's a limit to what i just said but the idea is that that you know we're all free to to find our way in this manner and the convent, like I, one of the things that was part of the hippie revolution is, no, I don't have to wear a suit. And no, I don't have to have short hair and, you know, I, you know, all of those things. And I think that was we were taking um, ground back from, quote, unquote, civilization, which is a, a, another form of capitulation.
1: Yeah. And I think in that is this element of um, because you look decent and clean doesn't mean you are decent and clean in your actions and who you are.
0: Right, right, exactly. Uh, appearances can be deceiving, right? Um, which brings up a really important point. I want to ask you a really important question. Okay. Do you are the? I know you sort of want to be with a woman in your life that you'd like to have a long term relationship again, and I'm wondering, armpit hair or no armpit hair in that um, relationship? Better. See?
1: Yeah, I'm for pubic hair, armpit hair. Now I got a, the mustache thing. No, that doesn't really work for me. The face on,
0: on a woman. So that's yeah. where your particular boundary is.
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. And um, again, for those of you who want to send hate mail, <laughs>
1: the, the make sure list. you put in the subject line hate mail so that our rules can appropriately. Would work with you.
0: <laughs> now let me ask, if it's uh bleached, chemically bleached, is that acceptable? Uh
1: well I could answer. You that don't one. have to
0: answer if you don't want to, right? No, no,
1: no. Um the truth of the matter is that the relationship I'm looking for um uh, is one that grows. And obviously it goes beyond the physical because part of the commitment is for better or worse. And have you watched the uh, Michael J. Fox documentary still? I have, yes. yes. So part of what I deeply respect about that life that they showed is they equally included the life that his wife is living, more so than the kids, I think. Like she's in it with him. And let's keep about you though. What what I'm hearing you say so, is so. If the you going back the right to police, person, who I could have a really full-on beard and a penis, not- and I would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: On their not forehead to not their find penis. out why you can't find any the right person you're looking for, because you're not looking in the right part of Tinder, my friend.
1: <laughs> that just reminded me of that statement I came up with a couple of years ago that had a little bit of legs. Just because you have a penis on your forehead doesn't make you a unicorn. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can see very little legs.
1: <laughs> oh. You know, we needed an episode that garnered hate mail and I think we have one.
0: <laughs> if you're a unicorn and you're offended, please don't put hate mail in the subject line. We want to meet you. We we, want- we have we want to do a a video with you. Let's just put it that way.
1: I would love to do an episode with a unicorn. I don't give a fuck what it looks like. I want that episode to exist.
0: So I I could use some education. Like unicorn is a euphemism for certain types of relationship dynamics. But there's another one that I don't understand. So i ask them both and let's unpack them. Back up. Maybe you can help me understand. Okay. What's a unicorn and then what does a pineapple signifi- signify
1: in oh, relationship? Okay, in so episode? the pineapple I know. So the the aspects in relationship of a unicorn are really an individual because you could have a unicorn in a working relationship, right? Is that magic individual that's just perfect? It's like Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. Got it. And then there's the unicorn that's from. The realm, I would say, of fantasy. And for some individuals, fantasy is reality. You know, of the mythical creature that's like a horse with a horn in its head growing out of its forehead. And there were magical properties to it. And, um, well, I really with it. what
0: I'm with that, right, for sure. right?
1: Right. But I would love to have a person on our episode who they are unicorns. You know, like I saw on TikTok, an individual who was a cat. Oh, I see. They identify
0: as a unicorn, not just in a relationships triangle or whatever, but they actually, I I got it. Okay. So there you go. If you're a unicorn, put I'm a unicorn in the subject line and write to to the hosts at MopedOutlaws.com. We would really, really love to have you on the show. And we promise not to make fun of you too much.
1: I can't keep that promise. That's a Mark promise. I'll say Mark is much kinder in interactions with individuals than I am.
0: Got it. Okay. So now explain the pineapple thing to me. All
1: right. That's for swinners. So if you have an upside down pineapple displayed, you're in a relationship where swinging is a part of the relationship.
0: Oh, I see. I wonder why they picked the pineapple.
1: Tastes good. (laughs)
0: it can all be a little prickly if you don't handle it right
1: yeah and the fruit has a hole in it (laughs) (laughs) I know why an upside down one too you know from what I understand it was popularized popularized in Florida and I imagine that a pineapple itself is regularly displayed in Florida, potentially kind of a tropical climate. And Florida's known for um, a lot of elderly people that are still lively and doing things. And I kind of wonder if that's how it came about. So I have a pineapple and you know what? Let's just turn it upside down. That'll let folks know we're, we're into partying. Exchanging keys, uh, as it were. <laughs>
0: Got it. Yes. We are socially lubricated.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just had a um, very wonderful visit with a friend from way back when we lived on the mountain, the Boho's. And uh, he and I recently reconnected. And it's been really nice. But um, we were both talking about how people in open relationships, we couldn't do that. And in that, though, I, I respect people who are authentically doing it with consciousness and, and it's real. It's like someone isn't forced into it because the other saying, well, if you don't want to do it, then you're not with me and they acquiesce. Like to be able to get through those elements of psychology of, um, you know, anger and jealousy. jealousy and, right. Yeah.
0: And uh, avoidance, right? Right. And manipulation. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I, there was a brief time after my marriage ended where I sort of thought back to my roots in the early 60s, mid 60s and 70s of this idea of free love and thought, well, yeah, I was raised that way. I could try it.
1: Love the one you're with.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. But with integrity and openness. And um, I, I gave it a really good shot. Um, and what I found out about myself was I didn't actually have the capacity to uh, employ what's called compersion. And compersion is the antidote to jealousy. Compersion is where you feel love and joy and satisfaction from seeing your partner satisfied in the other person's arms or in touch or whatever um i got close there are a couple of times where i actually felt it a little bit but then my wounding and my internal wounding quickly gave way to feelings of fear of abandonment and and all of that stuff and i i have a feeling that with a little bit more work i probably could have like broken through and gotten the the emotional stability that would have me be able to be in a a relationship that was you know um polyamorous but i actually didn't have the desire to do that kind of work i i was much happier with my current partner and we both had agreed that that wasn't something we wanted to try to manage in our life that it was there were a lot more stress involved with that and complication and it was just um you know one of the great things about her is that she said well I can't actually talk about this. I'd be brave. Okay.
1: To talk about just this. leave it alone.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm glad we did agree not to do that. And I'm happy.
1: <sighs> yeah. I I think that's a part of what I'm looking for in relationship is. Um, but I got to say, like, well, a couple of things I'll say. Right monogamy.
0: Now, Let's just be clear. One of the things you want is monogamy.
1: Yeah. but um, Got it. But, see, well, I will say two things. One, right now I'm, like, decided I'm not really in a place to date. Um, Sunday I deleted the games off my phone because I realized I'm addicted to them. And they are taking up time that should be going to things I really want to do, being who I really want to be. And uh, so I think I have work for my, on myself that I want to concentrate on. Yeah. Yeah. And part of my thought was, you know, when my life intertwines with someone naturally, that'll be the appropriate relationship. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. I'm in a place for that to happen right now.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're closer than you think. Like my my understanding of you is the step you just described actually moves you really close to this idea of, <laughs> embodying the true leadership vision that you have for yourself. And you've done a lot. Your heart's in a good spot. You're a good man. You're physically fit to the extent that you're capable, right? Like there's a lot of things about you that really dialed in Greg. And so this next piece, I know it's important for you to feel a sense of self-esteem and a sense of self-empowerment. And then once that drops in place that there's, I think it'll really change for you. And, uh, I don't think your age matters. I think you're at the point no. now where, yeah. yeah.
1: But you so. know, what does matter is part of that is taking care of myself physically, which I haven't mm-hmm. been doing the past two weeks, and mm-hmm. being in a place where I'm financially responsible and free. And I'm not right. there right now. Yet. Right. And right now, I'm saying right, right. now.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's part of what we want to achieve with this podcast is we really wanted to bring the love to such a degree that we become a reflection of generosity so that we can be generous with the initiatives that we have for generosity and that we can also be received wealth and stability and security um and we we advocate there's nothing wrong with being comfortable and having wealth we think it's a great thing that's beautiful part of western civilization especially because men like us people like us we have a desire then be a source of healing with that wealth and that's, that's like if you wanted to put a top line aim on um Pit outlaws that would be definitely up near the top would definitely be number two or three number one being funny as f- shit fucking hell right. uh, like right. super hilarious right and you know but
1: that's, coming that's... back to that healing properties that's why we've decided to add nutrients and right. enzymes and herbs to adrenochrome cola so that it's a healing cola drink as well as a refreshing beverage
0: you can eliminate the blue pill in your life if you just drink a green and soda.
1: Exactly. You don't need a blue pill. You'll be hard twenty four seven. You fuck that pineapple.
0: I wouldn't recommend
1: you do that. <laughs> well, skin it first.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh you know what Lord. I was
1: thinking of the other day. I- I I don't
0: know. I'm afraid to ask.
1: (laughs) I was thinking of Judaism and how the yarmulke and a lot of Jewish men are bald because that yarmulke just clips them on the top. So they're, you know, and that happens later in their life. So they're clipped on the bottom right when they're born. And then later on, they're clipped on the top.
0: I think it's just sunscreen that, you know, it started as sunscreen before there was sunscreen.
1: You think that's what a yarmulke was? Sunscreen? No,
0: that's just a racist, idiotic thing
1: for me to say. I don't think that's racist. Okay, good. It's culturist. Can you be a culturist? Yes,
0: that's what racism is.
1: A religionist.
0: Religionist. (laughs) You know, I want to be funnier, and sometimes that means taking risks.
1: Oh, I have a joke for you. Let's see if you get this. Did I share with you already? Um, a priest, a yogi, and a rabbit go into a building to donate blood. And the nurse says to the rabbit, what type are you? And the rabbit says, mm, probably type O. Recording stopped.